Hey, this is David Schultz, audio producer here at Bloomberg Tax. Just wanted to let you know we've created a couple new ways for you to interact with us. If you have feedback on this episode or any of our other podcasts, please give us a call and leave us a voicemail at 703-341-3690. That's 703-341-3690. We might just use your comments in a future episode. We would love to hear your thoughts. From Washington, this is Talking Tax. We're at a moment where we could be seeing some huge changes in the way the international taxation system works. Many people are understandably focused on the efforts to set a global minimum tax rate for multinational companies. However, there's another effort underway in the EU that's been getting less attention, but could end up being pretty important. It involves the concept of country-by-country reporting. This is where multinational companies are required to report how much they pay in taxes within every, or at least most, of the countries where they operate. The idea is that governments need this information to get a full picture of a company's tax situation and to see whether they're avoiding taxation through so-called profit shifting. This isn't a totally new idea. The EU has been requiring companies to do it for a while now. But what's very new is that these country-by-country reports are soon going to be made public. A couple weeks ago, ambassadors from the EU countries reached an agreement to start requiring companies over a certain size to publicize their country-by-country tax reports. The agreement is expected to be ratified by the European Parliament in the fall. To learn about what this could mean for multinational companies and why it's making them quite nervous, we're joined today by Willy de Molina, a tax and transfer pricing partner with Deloitte in Barcelona, Spain. Willy spoke with Joe Stanley Smith, a Bloomberg tax editor based in London. Before we talk about the public aspect, uh, just how much work goes into preparing these country by country reports? Yeah, it seems that at the beginning, most companies thought, well, it's just to fill in a template. But once you start filling it in, there's a lot of um, questions regarding what gap you use, consolidated data, uh, what exactly is uh, a cured tax rate. So it was obvious what happened. Basically, the OECD had to issue a guideline due to all the questions that arose when when this started. So it was supposed to be easy, but at the end of the day, it was not. And uh, all EU member states already have to share their CBC reports with each other. Uh, So why have campaigners and now a majority of countries been pushing to make this information public as well? Uh, It's funny. There's a study that empirically has... Uh, analyze the impact of affected tax rates in multinational groups since the issuance of uh, country-by-country reporting. And it seems like the tax rate uh, raised by about 1%. They think that this could be even higher if you make this uh, data available to the public because of all the, of how this information is going to be used by media or NGOs. And I mean, it's a big concern for companies because of what reputational-wise this can impact. And I guess they're going to be a bit more um, concerned of how this information is issued. Okay. And was that the first thing you thought of, um, the reputational impact, when it became apparent that data will be becoming public? Yeah. If, if you th- There's, um, I don't know, deferral in time to present public country by country. It gives five additional years to uh, sectors or companies that uh, issuing this public information could jeopardize their uh, business strategy or could affect the competitiveness of the EU uh, companies. 
But there's a side effect, clearly, that's reputation. And the reputation, and we know and we, re we can remember those cases where um, consumers took action on, on companies that were not paying what they considered a fair amount of taxes. So whether the media uses this public information to um, analyze from their point of view what can be misunderstood and misinterpreted, uh, that could affect also consumers, and that hits the PNL account directly. So, that, I mean, that's uh, something that's going to big, big concern, not only reputation, but it's a reputation linked to, um, to income. Okay, and beyond that, what other risks do making these data public present to companies, and, and how, how can they manage those risks? Mm, I think those risks are uh, economic, reputational. We, we are in a world of um, ESG. Everybody's talking about environmental and social and, and governance. It's on everybody's uh, top list of priorities, and this is one of them. What is true is that many companies, especially those listed, already issue publicly a lot of uh, tax information. So this mostly um, will affect um, big corporations which are not public but are above the threshold of 750 million euros. And these are uh, concerned that this information, even though it's already exchanged by different company authorities, now uh, will be accessed by the public and their competitors and and the media and and you know how this works and that's um, honestly i've seen um, certain uh, press articles with uh, just taking information out of annual accounts and using that um, to undermine certain companies which is from a technical technical perspective were totally uh, unfair and incorrect so that's i think that's the what companies are saying is okay, we're fine with issuing this information, but please allow me to explain and accompany that template, because it's going to be a template, accompany that template with an explanation of the numbers. So there's no misinterpretation to it. Um, so there's been quite a lot of discussion about how these rules only apply to EU countries and countries on the tax haven grain blacklist. Could you explain how, how that affects the way the rules work? And um, how how it affects the the impact of the of the rules potentially to uh, you know increase the tax take uh, of the tax authorities. Mm, yeah, I don't think that if we were talking about uh, information available to company authorities, since they already have the country by country from a global perspective, that's not going to be too much of a change. They already have that information. This, the information is very similar. <laughs> now it's just that this in the EU EU level is going to be public, but um, I don't think it's something that's going to stay within the EU. I think other countries are going to... I, I wouldn't be surprised the US also um, asked for something similar to be, um, to be issued at, at a US perspective level. Theoretically, could any country in the world compel a multinational to release all of its country-by-country -country reports? Well, that, that's a tough one. I mean, I'm not sure from, uh, you know, if, if they would have that reach. They probably would need to do something like Europe. I mean, show me the U.S. data and aggregate the rest of the world. Um, well, I'm coming to the end of my questions now, Willie. Um, is there anything else on this topic you feel like you'd like to add? I mean, this this is one additional piece of information that's going to feed this big data that's available to company authorities. Now, 
that data is also going to be accessible to to other players and can be used in many ways and if we think about data you never know where it's gonna end and how the information is going to be used so it's uh, I mean, interesting times are are going we're going to see interesting times in the future that was Willie de molina a tax and transfer pricing partner with deloitte in barcelona speaking with bloomberg taxes joe stanley smith and that'll do it for today's episode of talking tax it was produced by myself david schultz and joe stanley smith along with meg shree our editor is Patrick Ambrosio, and our executive producer is Josh Block. You can find up-to-the-minute news on the latest tax and accounting developments at our website, news.bloombergtax.com. That website, once again, is news.bloombergtax.com. From Washington, I'm David Schultz. Thanks for listening. For our next season of Uncommon Law, we're looking at the regulatory future of big tech. The giants need to be broken up. Facebook, Google, all of them. Is big tech impinging on your right to free speech? They've had unchecked power to censor, restrict, edit, shape, hide, alter. Misinformation, disinformation. It's like a big Venn diagram. We do not want to become the arbiters of truth. We're calling this series Unchecked. Just search for Uncommon Law wherever you get your podcasts.